we are back finally after what uh extended little brief hiatus after our <laughs> our season one premiere um it was necessary and we'll get into all of that um but yeah we're back we are season two episode two and yeah we got a lot of shit to get into y'all a lot Woo. but <sighs> let's start with let's start with life um i'll let you talk first because i got a lot of shit <laughs> i know i know yes yeah, so uh yeah life has been life for me y'all I had a cute little trip not too long ago, you know, got to see my boot thing and everything. Um, but, you know, of course, when I came back, life wanted to smack me right across my face and said, bitch, I own you. And uh, I'm not I'm not coping well with it. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Um, I'm taking it day by day. You know, I've been low key kind of trying to treat myself. I got myself a new little uh dual shock controller on a, a firm plan i just want to make that very clear i'm i am an affirm girl i will do like a little loan payment <laughs> on, on my my amazon purchases when i'm feeling frugal um i don't do it ever so often but i felt like it was necessary because i've been through a lot of shit you know i got a little trauma that i'm working through and my therapist told me to do it so thank you carolina um also uh i got um racist fantasy 16 but oh. we can talk about that later uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got MK1 since our break. Uh, I beat I platinum Spider Man too. You know, I just been gaming and you know work and listening to songs like Cobra. You know, new songs from my favorite artists, and I'm really getting into uh, Coco Coco Jones. I really like her. I love Coco Jones. But, um, yeah, um, but besides that uh just been reading more which i haven't done a lot since you know unless jaman sends me something usually of the other girls i'll just have audiobooks um <laughs> i'm just being with it um, listen audiobooks I, it's still reading shit people it's busy. the tea for <laughs> me but um yeah that's just that's just what i've been doing that's my my little self-care stuff that i've been doing in the meantime yeah life has just really been kicking both me and brandon's asses and i'm sure a lot oh, yeah. of other people too um as most of y'all know who uh follow me and if you don't follow me hello i'm aries firebomb and i am here with the iconic brandon of um course. but yeah like i Let's see, where do I begin? Um, I was up for a job with an organization, I will not say their name, had three interviews with them that went really well, and they were liking everything that I was pitching, all of that, until I started talking about pro-Palestine stuff on social media and LinkedIn, and then all of a sudden they wanted to go into a different direction, so that was interesting. Um, it's it's just it's amazing to me how all of these places want equity and they want fairness and all of this other shit but then you get upset when people don't support genocide hmm okay well wow <laughs> and then like right after that literally like two days after that i had got a phone call of that morning uh i think it was like october 27th 28th uh that my dad passed um, and I knew my dad was sick. He had cancer last year, throat cancer, and it went in remission, um, came back this year and it got much worse and much more aggressive. 
uh, my dad was going to come to the wedding in June, but couldn't because he needed some tests done. And basically the doctor was like, listen, if we do these tests, you got like a 35% chance of survival. Um, do, do you want to basically waste your time or not? And my dad was like, well, shit, I'm just going to go out with the bang. The doctor gave him six months to live. My dad lasted about three. Um, and I feel very indifferent about it because me and his relationship wasn't the greatest over the years. And that's mainly because he just wasn't around. He had his own demons, uh, which I forgave him for uh, years ago, right before I turned 30. I forgave him and my mother because I was like, ah, this anger and resentment that I have for the both of y'all for how I was raised because y'all had your own bullshit. I'm not carrying that on with me. Like, I can't. Like, your issues are your issues. And <laughs> I'm going to be all right. And, you know, that's still not to say I don't have my irritations with them and didn't have my irritations with my father. But, you know, after a while, you're just kind of like, I'm not being angry at you is not going to do shit for me. So once I kind of accepted that and like said that to them and verbalized that to them, like my relationship with both of my parents started to get better. Um, my relationship with my mom is still not the greatest love her, love her to death, but she's still beginning my fucking nerve. She's a Virgo, but, um, <laughs> and my dad was a cancer, so that should tell you everything. Um, but you know, I got, when I got that call, uh, I really didn't know how to feel. I just told my, uh, aunt to the aunt that I do like that came to my wedding, shout out to my aunt Reese and my cousin Shadika. Um, I was just like, hey, keep me updated on like when the funeral is and all that. I didn't hear anything for days. So I decided to just Google to see if they put something in the newspaper uh, or what. But my aunt Pam, who I really just don't fuck with, um, yeah, put up a whole obituary, time and place, funeral date, like how to send flowers, all of that. Yet no one said a word to me. And then they even did a little uh, GoFundMe to raise some money and in that little biography for that and the other page, I wasn't mentioned at all, but one of my other cousins sent it to me talking about share this for your dad. Like, excuse me, y'all trying to raise $10,000 off my father. Mind you, my family has money. That side of the family has money. Um, They're not super rich, but like I was telling Brandon, they're, you know, mega church pastors, nurses, like they, they, they got, they have money. (laughs) And so they have our own businesses. So it was just baffling to me that one, not only did you exclude me, but then you had the nerve to turn around and ask me to share something. Mind you, no one asked like if I was coming to the funeral, no one gave me a date even. Again, I had to Google all of this shit. So it's, uh, it's, it's been a lot and I'm rambling, <laughs> but it is a lot to, to, to catch y'all up on. Um, but even with that, uh, I was going to do my own little memorial, you know, drive down to see one of my cousins I do actually like, um, get to have her get some things for me from my dad, like old pictures, photo albums, whatever. But, but my car engine died because Kia fucking sucks. And I have a Theta 2 engine in my 2016 Kia Sorento that I just bought in, in March. Um, and yeah, the engine failed. So failed two blocks from my house. So I had to spend 150 bucks to get it towed two blocks from my house. It was a minute drive um, and got the runaround to try and get my car into a shop to have it looked at and diagnosed. 
was initially told I couldn't get it in until the end of December um, from a, a few different places, called Kia directly and raised hell, was able to get it on the 28th from the dealership I originally got it from. And they tried to act brand new, like, oh, I take it you've never been here before, da 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 da, da. And I really wanted to go off like, motherfucker, I bought not one but three cars from y'all. What the fuck are you talking about? But I was calm. I was like, no, here's the tea. <laughs> so I take that in uh, the 28th and um, hopefully they can get that squared away and I get a loner and we can be on our merry way back to trying to survive. Um, I've just been DJing, been writing a lot, been making a lot of original music, just dropped a mashup of Tyla's Water and Beyonce's Sweet Dreams because no shade to Tyla, Water is not a good song. That voice of hers, it makes it sound like a children's choir singing it. And I'm, I'm just not here for it. It's great beat, great groove. It's just not for me. So I made it for me. I made it better. Sorry, um, but you can go listen to that on SoundCloud. <laughs> that was a lot, y'all. But y'all know I had to, you know, get it, get it popping. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I did want to take this time to say thank you to everyone that has listened to us. Um, yes. We really appreciate it. Uh, we have cracked like nearly 400 listeners total. Um, okay. I'm going to go back and like listen to episodes in order because some of them got more than others. But <laughs> <laughs> but that's the beauty of having a podcast like this, though, right? Um, is that we can really yeah. can just jump in whenever and like go back and do all of that. So um, I appreciate y'all a lot. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Especially those of y'all who have reached out during this time. Um, and shout out to Brandon for being so patient with all of this shit and knowing all of the things that I've dealt with. Um, oh, I, I, love I love and appreciate you too. Like, cause ugh, niggas be taking me there, child. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, still raising money. Like they're burying my dad today. Obviously I cannot be there. So I'm still doing my own memorial. Um, so if you're listening to this, I am still accepting donations to try and make that happen. I want to get a bunch of candles and just other like music and all this other stuff that I know he really enjoyed. Have a little feast, have some people over and just have a nice little release party. So if you feel like donating, I'm on Cash App, dollar sign, Aries Firebomb, Venmo, Aries Firebomb and shit. You can find me on PayPal as well. <laughs> I'm probably under Aries Firebomb or jkimbro0688 at gmail.com. But baby, like, let's get it popping. Cause like I, between the car shit and like my dad passing, like I, I need to do something to like release all of this negative energy. So it's about to be a memorial and uh, minty, minty ways. <laughs> right. But all right. But that's, that's, that's enough of the, the rambling and, and the catch up from me. Um, did you have anything else that you wanted to like update no. the people on before we jump well, into all this messy shit? Yes, actually, I the what you said earlier uh, to piggyback about the whole Palestine thing. Okay, yeah. that has been on my mind because, and the, it, I that's the reason why recently. For those who follow me, that is why I went private. Because for the people who know me, 
you know, when it comes to job opportunities, I always do that because you never know who is looking at your shit. Mm-hmm. And Jamon is, you know, a public figure, you know, they're DJ and stuff like that. And they have, um, you know, their own thing going on. So of course they have to, you know, get the word out there who they are and stuff. So that is crazy to me when you said that, because that actually happened to my friend a couple of weeks ago, she was up for a promotion mm-hmm. and apparently she didn't get it. And the tea on that is because she was pro promising. Which is insane. Like you got people bombing, you got Israeli military bombing babies in hospitals. Like there was like 37 NICU babies and they all died because the hospitals were bombed and they didn't have any power. Yeah, and that's just Palestine alone. That's not to mention Sudan, the Congo, like all of this for what? For like white people to get richer? Like you're exploiting <laughs> these people, taking their land, putting them in in prisons, open air prisons, like giving them the illusion yeah. that oh, this is life and this is just how things work, and then have the nerve to just support it and condone it and. It's crazy to me because you have all of these Democrats. Like I saw a tweet um, from Hillary Clinton in like 2020 that said if um, Putin didn't want to be called a terrorist, he shouldn't be bombing hospitals. And I'm like, girl, what? Like not not a terrorist. It was a war criminal. And I'm like, girl, the call is coming from inside the house. Like, do you need a mirror? Like a mirror, like every single president, like. It's like Cornell West said, it's like, it's so ironic that a president like Barack Obama got a Nobel Peace Prize when they were bombing children in Africa. Like, it's crazy. And you just looking at this and like looking at how people are slowly like waking up to, wow, the government does lie to us. <laughs> it's, it's been like scary and also a great thing because it's like, I'm glad y'all are finally like, wow we have been lied to. It took y'all long enough to get to that point, but still not enough people are at that point for me. And it's it's crazy. Like we got all these boycotts happening now because um, all of this money people are just now realizing is funding um, like this, this war and, and many wars and like backing like Israeli, mili- Israeli military aides and like, Israeli police states like they had Israel Israeli military officers training police officers here in the U.S. on how to handle protesters and whatnot like all of this shit is out there all of this stuff is out there and people are still refusing to either one accept it or just to or they're going about their business as usual like oh well this is just life and it's like it shouldn't be though yeah like, how do we have all of this money to fund war and to fund geno- genocides in multiple countries when we can't even fix fucking potholes in this country? We can't even Ooh. get people um, fucking uh, diabetes insulin and shit for an adequate price, even though the insulin patent was sold for a dollar. But you want to charge motherfuckers two and three hundred dollars for a, a, a thirty day supply of insulin, so so they can fucking live? Craziness. Like you want to sit here and tell us, oh, there's not enough money to fund educational programs, to fund mu- music programs, to give us 
um, free lunch for low income students to give people free health care to free education in this country. Meanwhile, we got enough to send 48 billion to the Ukraine, 110 billion to Israel. Mind you, where they do have, to my knowledge, from what I've been hearing and from what I've been reading, free health care and free college, like university and free education. Like, what's not clicking? Like, I am so fed up with this country. So backwards. It's so backwards. And then you still got these dumb fucks who are all like, well, you got to vote blue no matter who, because, you know, it could be much worse look at where we are now Uh look at where we are now and i this is the first time ever brandon where i am really sitting here like do i vote next year like obviously i vote for local government because like local government is where actual government starts you really gotta like pay attention to local government y'all and i cannot stress that enough because that really starts to dictate who is running things in the country. And like, obviously a lot of these people are just dick sucking corporations at this point. Um, and, but it's, it's insane to me how like, child, it's just insane to me. I, really I get is. your frustration. I do. It is. Do. And it's like, I, Wow. And I saw a meme that said, like, next year voting is going to feel like um, voting for Hitler or or Hitler zero <laughs> or something like, like that. Like, like soda. <laughs> yeah, like like sugar free Hitler <laughs> or like that. And it's like, damn, it's dark, but come on now. It's like yeah. it's 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 scary to me because it's like I think back to. 9-11 right we were young we were in like what middle school elementary like yeah so we were yeah. young um and I remember because I was in eighth grade when 9-11 happened and I remember being in geography class and like watching the second tower get hit and like people were just kind of like oh shit that's crazy but going back to like normal the students anyway um but wow. I remember the fallout after that and just like how everyone was just going after anyone that was Muslim, anyone that was Arab and the rampant Islamophobia. And I'm seeing it happen all over again in real time. And it's like, you have people in Palestine showing what is happening. Like Egypt was sending fucking water to Gaza and their truck got bombed. Like, and I think back to earlier this year, and like, I think we even talked about this on one of the earlier episodes of the podcast about how um, the government was really pushing hard for TikTok to get banned because of yeah. safe, safety concerns, quote unquote, from China. And it's just all like, just think if that ban would have went through, we would not be seeing any of the like real shit that's happening right now. Yeah. Because that's literally like, we can't trust Twitter anymore because of who fucking runs it. TikTok is barely a trustworthy source too, because they're always silencing, you know, black and brown folks. But even with that, like just seeing everything, seeing people in Gaza, seeing people like young influencers who are in college and all of that, and like how their lives have done a 180 in these past few months alone. Never mind the fact that this has been going on for 70 fucking years. Right. 
like that's older than both of our fucking parents like mm-hmm. damn near like so it's it's crazy to me and so but all of this does have a point because we actually our first topic was Beyonce and boycotting the Renaissance uh, film because apparently oh the hive is angry honey because apparently like if you go to her website and you look at like where it's going to be shown uh Israel was listed now granted Israel does have a star next to it it says tickets are not available yet and da 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 but it plans to be sh- it's planned to be shown there and so people were like absolutely not like the hive there is literally I'm gonna read you what's been floating around um on the on social media and it says we urge beyonce parkwood ivy park and others associated to help the beehive do the following put out a statement in support with the palestinian people calling for an immediate ceasefire refrain from releasing renaissance a film by beyonce in israel refrain from selling Senoir perfume, Ivy Park, and other Beyonce merchandise in Israel, and refrain from doing business with companies that are helping to fund the genocide of of the Palestinian people. Hashtag Beehive for Palestine. Oh. Now, I'm with it. I retweeted it. I reshared it because, like, right, why are you, you should say something. It is, granted, it's not your responsibility, but you do have influence, and it's, I think she should say something. Am I going to boycott Beyonce? Listen, them tickets said non-refundable and you can call me what you want, but I'm running on, I'm running on as is. Like I, like I'm a go, like, obviously, like I'm not sitting here going to Starbucks or McDonald's or like shit like that. That's actively funding things. But my whole thing is like, if we're going to boycott, there's so much shit that we cannot do. And I really want people to really look at that. That means you have to get rid of your phone go down to a dumb phone and nobody's doing that. Like get rid of your, all all of your tech, like nobody's doing that. So a lot of the boycotting is performative. I will say that much. Um, Not to say boycotting doesn't work. No, it does work. I'm not saying that. So so, So yeah, so there is, there has been several instances where boycotting has worked, but what I'm saying is like a lot of it is just fake outrage. A lot of it is fake misplaced outrage. And Mm -hmm. Folks are all like, oh, I bet the hive ain't gonna like stand 10 toes down to this and da 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 da. And I'm all like, you got people who couldn't go to this show, couldn't afford it, who finally found an affordable option, got them tickets right when they went on sale. And now you're all you're telling them they shouldn't go, even though they paid their $30. Mind you, most people aren't even making $15 an hour. So talk about it. They probably worked three hours to get that little $28 ticket. And you're telling them to no, don't go to boycott. Nah, that ain't gonna happen. People got to be realistic about shit. But like I said, I support whatever efforts if people haven't bought tickets yet, and they still plan to like boycott and all that. Great. Do you I support it 100%. Ask me a question you want. And I will tell you about the movie shit. Like, hey, I'll give you a play by play. Like, (laughs) so it is what it is. And it's the same with like, my disney plus like disney's been trash disney's been racist disney's been all of these things for for decades now but everybody still had disney plus everybody still had hulu and didn't nobody have an issue until now it was like oh we need to boycott and really show y'all and these are people who are like 
so-called smart and allegedly sapiosexuals who are saying all of this shit and i'm all like it's performative like you can sit here and you can raise awareness and spread the word that's gonna do more than telling people not to watch the fucking simpsons on disney plus like get over it like and there's some listeners i know they're probably looking at me like damn jamon for real like i don't agree and that's fine i don't give a shit but that's fine but that's just where i'm at that's just where i'm at with life right now (laughs) <laughs> yeah no i get it and mariah was telling me the same about um starbucks too yeah like it's child in mm. anyway <laughs> that's all i gotta say like Ooh. i really i one thing i will just say is this before we we end the topic of um boycotts and, and freeing palestine um mm-hmm. people i want y'all to know you can be anti-Israel and anti-Zionist without being anti-Semitic. The Jewish yeah. religion and the, and the Jewish ethnicity has nothing to do with this weird-ass Zionist movement right now. I mean, obviously it does, but that doesn't mean that y'all need to take out this energy on them because I'm seeing a lot of stuff about oh well you see how the jews are lying now about um this what else have they lied about and i'm like we're not about to play that game because we know the holocaust happened and we know all of these other atrocities happened so we're not going to play that game we're going to focus on the now like and doing right by people now and i see a lot of people are really getting tripped up over you know folks saying hey i don't support a genocide versus like oh so you just hate the jews no what the fuck like (laughs) excuse me and like noah snap yeah oh god child that little twink i hope he just gets oh that's gonna be awkward on set when he go back they're gonna look at him funny (sighs) i just hope he gets punted in the nuts (laughs) (laughs) and then another thing is um i saw another comment uh, from a couple different people talking about black people need to stand with israel because it's the right thing to do and our safety depends on it. And to that, I'm like, this is the same Israel that funded police states to train black people to take black lives. So what the fuck are you talking about? Like Palestinians were the ones who were going on social media during the uprisings in the 2020s and in 2020 and in the 2010s, helping black people like, hey, when you get tear gassed here is what you can do to take care of yourself here are things you can do to protect yourself when you are basically getting your ass kicked for protesting for peace and you got and you got folks and child so it's 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 crazy to me how people are one dragging black people into this it's like everybody wants to be anti-black until they want black people to stand up for them and i'm tired of that shit I'm I'm so fucking tired of that. And I don't care how that makes him sound. Like literally that raggedy thin lip cracker bitch. Like I'm so over her. Girl, all you do is repost and reshare. You ain't doing no motherfucking real work. She ain't doing shit. Like you so concerned. Where's all your money? I stood with the black people and the gays. When? When, bitch? Where's the receipts? When? Same with you, Sarah Silverman. When? When you did blackface? But in the black scent? Girl, sit the fuck down. Don't talk. Like, please, like, shut the fuck up. And it's, it's, uh, I've been seeing like all kinds of like super, super, super 
just like reckless shit. And I'm like, how are black people getting brought up in this? Like constantly. And then you have, again, and another thing that I'm seeing that's really bothering me is like, oh, um, you all are for like, it's, are, you think it's okay just to bash Jews, even though we went through the most traumatic e event in human history. And I'm sitting here like, hold on. First off, just because people are telling y'all to, hey, not blow up hospitals, don't don't kill babies, don't kill innocent civilians. If you're trying to go after a quote unquote terrorist, go after a quote unquote terrorist, leave civilians alone. How does that make people anti-Semitic? And two, uh, there's no denying that the Holocaust was an absolute travesty. I've seen several, we've all seen several videos on it, documentaries, but if you have yep. Holocaust survivors, the, the few that are left, saying hey stop this because this is very reminiscent of what i went through when it came to concentration camps under germany free palestine i think maybe all of a sudden they're mute all of a sudden they're mute and then also when you bring up slave i'm like okay yeah like the holocaust again terrible 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 there's no denying that so don't y'all try and cancel me or whatever but then y'all uh, y'all are sitting there doing all of that but then you want to conveniently tell black people Oh, get over slavery. And they'd say that a lot. And they say from that, my experience. And the, a the lot, a lot. And it's not just Jewish people, it's white people in general. A lot of non-black people are like, get over slavery. When the slave, I would argue slavery, the transatlantic slave trade was probably the most horrific thing done the Western world has done for for fucking sure. Like that's over how many millions of black people? Over how many? decades century like what since the i think they said the 1400s is when it started slavery started the transatlantic wow. slave trade somewhere around there um if i'm wrong baby i'm not a history buff i just know enough um you can correct me if you want <laughs> but it's it's crazy to me that like people will tell us to quickly forget about shit to oh how dare y'all demand reparations because of this that and the third but not how dare y'all child it's 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 wild like germany is still you know paying for the their consequences <laughs> with world war ii and it's very it's it's disheartening that's the word i have for it because it's like damn even when there's a tragedy happening right now people will still find a way to be anti-black and to make this a black person's a black people's problems because apparently if you didn't know black people aren't doing enough to support israel so hey y'all got van jones so oh my god uh did you see that clip oh i, I sure did and that's what that coon monkey <laughs> nigger gets like I'm real I'm reckless sick. today, y'all. Like, I, I y'all can tell I'm over it. <laughs> like, I'm real over it. Yeah. In case this is the last podcast before we get snatched down, thank you for viewers and listeners like you. I almost said viewers like you, like this PBS, but y'all, anyway. <laughs> 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 On to the ratchet shit. Um, sexy red. Uh, uh, annoying bitch. Anyway, let me talk about that real quick. So this comes from shout out to the dog Ken Barbie, uh, one of my favorite bloggers, um, who be giving us the tea. Now, um, 
be quiet. Uh, sorry, I started to one of my devices. Um, basically, Miss Sexy Red um, is getting backlash, and this was about like a week ago, um, for using a slur in one of her previewed songs. And um, the lyric is, and I'm not going to say the word because I know better. And she said, keep a dick on me. They think I'm a T word. Now, oh wow, Sexy Red, you are a grown lady with a child and another one on the way. How stupid can you be? You said we need Trump back in office. You got to pick a struggle, babe. Either you're a Republican or you're just slow. You can't be both, okay? And make and make music that people want to shake their ass to. You know, I liked you, but now you're just coming off as that girl in middle school who would ask gays like myself, is you gay? Because that's what you're just giving. You're just giving that. You're just giving uh, toxic, and you just you're problematic. And I and I wanted and I wanted to like you, despite everyone saying that you look literally like an SCD and talking shit about you and stuff like that. I wanted to live for you, girl. But you're making it extremely hard being just this sore, and I I, I don't want to say stain, but you're becoming a sore. Um, in, in my side because I'm like girl what is wrong with you it's just really disappointing to see especially when you had your sex tape leak and I felt for you especially because I know how these niggas can be shit and post revenge porn and do and we're going to talk about that in a second but I'm just like really fed up because I want to root for you guys but y'all just keep doing this dumb shit and I'm just like I, I just need to reserve my faith for y'all when, you know, you're at the end of your careers. Because what's, what is the point? What is the point? Gag. But you know what, though? This kind of goes back to what I was uh, going to say earlier, is that the public, and when I say the public, I just mean, like, the average person, especially the average, like, young person uh, that's her age, so the Zoomers, that's a lot of why they're getting compared to like baby to boomers because they say and do stupid shit even though they know better mm-hmm. like to say that oh we need trump back in office because he gave us twelve hundred dollars i need that money twelve hundred dollars ain't shit you know how quick that twelve hundred dollars went okay like, it's gone it's, it's gone, gone. and we only got one check but that's enough to vote that man back in office even though he's on trial and that's another thing that I was um, that I was gonna get into, but I was like, like, let me not get too political. But since it's brought up now, I just saw a New York Times article, and yes, we know the New York Times is trash, but it's had like forty six percent of people want to vote for Donald Trump in the twenty twenty four elections, and it was something like forty seven percent wanted uh biden so the fact that that many people want to vote for a man on trial versus this current administration that's insane to me that is in fucking sane and then you have people gaslighting because when i shared that on twitter someone gaslit me it's just like oh 
whatever that's bullshit da, 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 da. and if you really it's actually think, not and they're like if you really think that biden will lose next year because of like a couple of polls then you know you're delusional i'm like you are the same motherfuckers who said that trump had no chance of winning winning against hillary and against Talk hillary in in 2016 granted he had a little russian help but right and then the last election like people were acting like it was a whole landslide and it really wasn't because we were on the edge for days we were on the edge for a while and people had to understand one a lot of people voted for biden just because they didn't want trump because a lot of y'all yeah a lot of y'all blue no matter who folks convinced the world that biden was the best residential pick even though Elizabeth Warren was right there, even though fucking Bernie was right there too. Like, but all of these like US politicians at this point are just awful. Cause it's like, and then they had censured Rashida Tlaib who was the only Palestinian American in Congress, basically calling her a liar and spreading mistruths for her saying that, Israel blew up a hospital, even though there was video of it. So it's like constant gaslighting. And then you got people who see stuff like that, who just don't want to involve themselves in politics at all. And then just because they got a little $1,200 check dangled in front of them one time, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and vote for for Trump. Because, you know, we got to get those 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 queer folks out of here we got to keep those immigrants out of here we got to we got to make america great again even though we're probably the sickest and poorest that we have ever been and corporations are getting billions trillions there is no reason why during a pandemic companies should have had record breaking profits reaching trillion dollars for the first time when we couldn't even fully fund hospitals. Uh-huh. Motherfuckers is worried about space travel when our own planet's dying. Child. Anyway, fuck you, sexy red. Get your shit together. For real. Out here, bow legged, looking ignorant. <laughs> so, uh oh. Next topic. My uh, friend wanna... saw her in concert and he was like, you know, it was a good show. Like they had to play R and B music because niggas was fighting. But what? like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh. I was like, all right, you know what? Hey, if y'all had a good time at her bow-legged ass dancing like she from 2012, great. So over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like i'm talking all this shit but guaranteed when i dj i will be playing sexy right because that's what gets the people dancing <laughs> and i'm a great dj so you are next. a very great DJ. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of trifling motherfuckers let's get into darius Woo! aka kiki palmer's ain't shit baby daddy wow Ciao. Like, where do we fucking start? Where do we fucking start? And it's just like, I do want to start and say to all of them dusty ass niggas and them pick me bitches that I told y'all so. This man was abusive. 
This man is abusive. This man is continuing to abuse her by leaking phone calls of her and her mother trying to paint them in a bad light when in reality, it just makes him look bad. And some of the things said in this, um, people are upset about Kiki Palmer's mother because I guess she was being homophobic, quote unquote, allegedly by calling Darius gay. And I guess she outed Usher as a bisexual saying that he sleeps with men and women. And she was like, people are like, oh, she shouldn't have did that. That was messy of her. And she's homophobic and she's that she's this first off. I, don't give I, didn't a fuck. Take that from that. I, I didn't take that from that. I don't give a fuck what that woman said, because first off, she was saying that to someone that she was having an argument with in private. That person decided to leak that video to the world. So if anything, be mad at this motherfucker. Mm hmm. Like, don't be mad at her. Because this all started because of him. Yes, this all started because of him. So be mad at him. Now, whether the shit that she was saying was true or not, who cares? It's not my business. If Usher's bisexual, which that rumor has been around since I was in middle school. I was about and, to say, him like, and Diddy. Like, yeah, him and Diddy and, and Buster Rhymes and all these other motherfuckers. It's been rumored for years. There's, bu there's books. A lot of on your R&B girlies. Y'all would be surprised. Yeah. So I'm like, none of, that's, none of that matters to me. My, what matters to me is like, Y'all are glossing over the fact that she was saying you are calling who calls their baby mother, who calls their like the person they love a, a cunt, a whore and like a, a, and all of these other things. And that's why she was belittling him. That's why she was talking all of that shit like to him. And it's just it's it's, it's amazing to me how, again, people will have evidence and like see the patterns and the track records and still want to gaslight and be little black women like what <laughs> and it's child I, uh, I i i really don't know but then you had sarunas which is darius's uh ugly ass brother from insecure and if you don't know who i'm talking about i think his name was dro on there he looked like the monster who's only on season two and yes, only, that in, is correct. only on season two and yes he looked like uh extra from space jam one of the monsters and you got his ugly ass out here like can i read what he said yes go ahead okay so uh bear with me y'all so, yes, uh, right after the um, articles were coming out that she was, um, Kiki was res um, looking for a restraining order against, you know, uh, ancient Jackson. What, he, he has a different last name every time someone reports on it. I, I don't understand why. Um, but he basically, you know, tweeted um, something shortly, like literally, like maybe like within the first five hours of it coming up and he wrote the most disgusting, vile, abusive, manipulative person I have ever encountered in my entire life. Abuses almost everyone. Y'all will see, just send positive energy to the babies. Any child in the middle of something like this does not deserve it at all. Wow, so damn sad. And he deleted it. Mm. Mm. So what that tells me like at first I was like, maybe he's talking about his own brother. Maybe he not he's siding with Kiki. But then turns out uh he was talking about Kiki. Exactly. Like ain't shit. 
ain't shit. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck? And and like Kiki's mom said, your brother's a fuckboy too. Like a fuckboy of Hollywood. So I'm sitting here like, drag them both. Drag yeah. them both. She read him for porn stars. She, she <laughs> read him for filth. And y'all, like if I could play the whole audio on here, I would because I... I had to sit my ass down. Like she ooh. said, your dick sucking ass, bro. <laughs> she went in. She went in, and, and I was like, "You're not wrong." She's like, "And you could have been a fucking child star too, bitch." <laughs> she's like, "She said if you learn how to enunciate." She's like, "If you learn how to enunciate, and maybe if your mama would have took care of you, like I took care, girl." I was like, "Ooh, clock it, she, clock she, it, clock and Kiki's it. right there. She and Kiki's right, right there, there, silent in the room, in the room, in the room. Yep." Yep. in the room and listen I love me some Kiki some Lauren Kiki Palmer love her love her down ever since mm-hmm. she was in fucking what Medea's family reunion I was like that little girl's gonna be a star and I was fucking yep. correct so yep. I, I'm a Kiki stand for life I hope she gets out of this unscathed I know how public scrutiny can like really fuck with a person um I went on, like, you know, the shit I dealt with here in the Twin Cities with, like, Flip Phone and the queer community back in 2020. And that wasn't nearly as big as the shit, like, her or Megan or any of these other people have gone through. Um, But I want to offer my sympathies to her. Like, she's she's still a new mother. Like, the baby I don't even think is one yet. And He's eight months. Eight months, see? (laughs) So, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um... But shout out to Kiki. I love you. Um, I will spend hands yep. free in your honor. Same. <laughs> love you, Kiki Downs. And I, I hope you get full custody of that baby. And I, and y'all gonna be alright. Y'all gonna have a good life. Good okay? life. Exactly. And Usher, 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 Usher. And what's funny to me is like Jack A. Harry had posted a meme of her like laughing in bed. And it said something like, let me see what I can, if I liked it. Um, but that woman, shout out to fucking Jack A. Harry, because bitch, you are foolish. <laughs> she basically <laughs> said um, how I'm sleeping tonight, knowing that like half of the people I was in competition with for Usher don't want him no more. And then like the gays were like, um, but you got a whole new crowd of people now. And she's like, that ain't stopped me before. I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, hey, more people need to say that they, you know, love a bisexual man because. Okay. Listen, I love a bi man. I really do. Yeah, y'all I, I can't just... limit y'all stuff. Y'all need to let these niggas rock your world, okay? Hello? Take like, you to new places because some of y'all could use it. No shit. Like, I absolutely, yeah. So if Usher is bisexual. I... I think I saw a faceless account, and I don't know if it was Sharon, but it seemed to be her cleaning it up and saying that she lied. I saw this like late in the night, but I don't know. But if it was Sharon cleaning it up, I I appreciate that girl. But girl, you gonna have to get you need to Facetime him and apologize. <laughs> I mean, she probably cleaned it up just to say something, but that was truth. That was truth because nobody said anything. There was no gasp. Right. I didn't didn't hear Kiki go, Mom. Right. That's not true. That's why I was like, I gagged a little bit and I was just like, That's why I was like, Hey, y'all. That's why I kind of chuckled. 
that's why I was all like, well, I mean, it like I said, it wouldn't be the first time I heard them rumors. So listen, hey. love who you want to love, Usher. I just Go need ahead. more black men to come out as bisexual because there's so many of y'all. Own your queerness. It's okay. It, for real. Cause I'm telling you, the girls do not care. They really don't. In fact, I know the, the black women I know would prefer a queer man. And the niggas judging you just want to do it themselves. Exactly. Ex literally that. The niggas judging you just want to do it themselves. Because I, I did a poll on my Instagram and I was just like, hey, how many black women or black femmes um, would date a queer man? And it was 100%. Like, yeah, I would because these cishet niggas ain't shit, which is true. I'll be honest about it. I'm like, these cis niggas ain't shit. <laughs> like, not True. even a cishet. Just like, so, yeah, get you a queer, non-binary, you know, dick haver and call it a day. <laughs> or a strap. Like, yeah, strap, you, you know, whatever you want. Like, hey, have your little thing, you know, and y'all both can play on the side with a little someone, male or female. Be great. Like, live your life is what I'm saying. The world's on fire. You might be bombed next. Who knows with this country? Shit. Um, that was a little much, but. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to pivot. I mean, it happened in Philadelphia <laughs> in 1985, right? Ooh. On to the next. Speaking of violence. <sighs> Tamar, Krishan. And James. And if y'all don't know who James is, James is a background singer. He is the one who went viral a couple years ago for the, for the, patty, the patty Pie. Baby. So yeah. he does backgrounds for like Patty LaBelle and um Tamar and I think a few yeah, other people. Um, I'm not sure what led to the tussle, but Tamar was like a fan of Krishan and they would like, you know, exchange messages online. And then Krishan went to uh Tamar show. I guess she was invited to like come out. Like during little mm -hmm. into interlude or something, and they were dancing. And I guess Tamar didn't genuinely didn't know that Krishan had music. I didn't even fucking know Krishan had music. So I'm like, this is news to me. And yeah. somehow between that and her feeling disrespected, she got into a tussle with James and like chipped his tooth when she punched him or some shit. And da 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 da. So I I I don't know. As far as Krishan goes, like I do feel bad for her because Blueface really fucked her up with his weird ass. But also, motherfuckers enabling that behavior by watching all of this shit on Zeus, by hyping them all up, and it's y'all are to blame too for this because what, what? And I hope the bitch yeah. gets sued, and I hope she gets thrown in jail. Me too. Because it's 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 weird. That whole situation's weird. Blueface, Krishan, all the people all involved with that, whack one hundred, DL ass, Bummer, like, whatever his name is. Yeah, he, I, he's like literally the male Mona Scott, and mm -hmm. he has just created this whole mess and enabling these drug fueled people. And you know, you have to keep your dogs on a leash. I'm sorry to say it, but it's the truth. You know, these people are absolutely vile. And the fact that you have blown up their heads so much, they think that they can go out, coked up and attack people at pr public venues, <laughs> Jocelyn Hernandez, and literally think that it's okay. And then they'll walk away tomorrow like it's nothing. You know, I saw this bitch literally cuss out people on the reunion who were just demanding the basic minimum in terms of respect and talking about, I birthed you bitches, I put you on. 
let me tell you something. You may have given them an opportunity on your little last show, but that does not change the fact that they are human beings. And that's something that you can never understand the concept of. You are a mother, especially. You should know just the bare minimum. You you know, know, it's my fault for thinking this because not every mother is a good mother. Okay. And, 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 and literally, I just cannot take it when I see these people, you think that they're going to change, they're going to do better for themselves, for their community, everything. No, it's like Jocelyn, she just had a baby and then she just continued to be any shit, you know, and she talked about, oh, I never before in like 30 days or something like that. And I'm like, girl, okay, good for you. But what are you going to do with that next? What are you, you going to build a school? What are you going to do? No, she just <laughs> goes back, back on it. And then she lies. And then she comes out crying and getting all sobbing and saying, they're talking to me and they're disrespecting me and they're like this land. What are you going to do? Have ballistic beat the shit out of them again? Ooh. Like, I'm sick and tired of this bullshit of this, these Zeus girls. And I actually know the extent. Um, shout out to Mariah because she gave me all the tea on what happened. Tamar's tour manager gave um, on TikTok the rundown. And I think it was um, provided by the neighborhood gawk. <clears throat> um, <laughs> And uh, essentially, what happened is that uh, Krishan, I guess she she was inebriated, okay? She was drunk. And she, um, according to some of the people there and the tour manager, that they were looking for her because she was just supposed to come out for like a twerk session, like during the tour, okay? During the show. And James said him and someone else was looking for her. Mm-hmm. And they were in her dressing room. And... Um, Essentially, she was like calling him a liar and saying, no, you weren't looking for me. No, 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 I was here. And, yeah, yeah. and then he, she said, lie again. And as James was repeating himself, no. And then she literally struck him to a point where he was gushing and he had to go to the hospital because he would not stop bleeding. And apparently it was not one tooth. It was teeth that was knocked out and she had rings on. Um, so on that note, in addition to your little talking about you want you're going to be a dyke because you don't want your son to develop hand movements and you're going to stop being a good mom because if you are your son's going to develop this and that that blatant homophobia that blueface has instilled in you is disturbing especially you in your early 20s i'm going to repeat that krishan is in her early 20s she's young and dumb and unfortunately she can't even take the bare minimum and at least try to be a decent fucking mother and risk her freedom to beat someone because she just feels like they're lying on her good name Lock Girl, the I am so tea. over you and your bullshit. And I hope James goes after you with the fullest extent. And I think you're on probation right now. So if your ass does get in trouble for this, Electric I hope chair. lock your ass up. Yes, and throw away the motherfucking key. I am so <laughs> over you. She's on live Instagram yesterday, come back after a few days because I guess the police were looking for her or something. And she's like in an airport or something going, God got me, y'all. And then, I saw I'm like, that shit. God is over you, Krishan. God's over you. And, and I don't need to speak to him one-on-one to tell you that. So <laughs> I I hope that if that baby is placed with anybody, I hope it's nobody in his raggedy ass family, her raggedy ass family, put it, hopefully someone in the in the system will get it to a good to a good home, to a family that honestly can take care of it. Because nobody in your immediate or blue faces side doesn't know how to take care of a child because what the father likes exposing his damn genitals, which I don't even know why he's not even in jail for that. 
And then the mother just likes to fight profusely if you get her McDonald's order wrong. I'm so I'm so tired. I'm just so tired of the bullshit. So y'all can go to hell, all of y'all. Both of them. And these are the products of them kids who in middle school and high school would show up at 7 a.m. downing mm-hmm. a whole fucking Mountain Dew Blue a bag of hot Cheetos and a hot pickle or blue Gatorade just ready to fight, just ready to fight at like seven Oh five in the morning. Like bitch, we just got off the bus. They're still crust in your eyes and you ready to fight just because somebody bumped into you like in the breakfast line, like girl, boy, whoever, fuck off. Therapy. Therapy. Therapies. (laughs) With like an S. Several different kinds and layers, like multiple times a week. But it's just, we entertain ignorance in this world. And Gen X and my generation are partly to blame because we were the rise of the internet and doing shit on the internet and people exploiting that and making money off of that. And then Rather than listening to the warnings that a lot of people in my generation and Gen X had, people doubled down on the shit. And now look where we are as a society. Everywhere from fucking in every facet of the entertainment industry, every facet of politics, the the world, even private lives, it's all live streamed right now. And it's people mm-hmm. doing shit for clout. Which is mm-hmm. funny that Krishan was like, oh, they use me for clout. And all of her followers are saying they used uh, me for clout because we get more viewers than the Braxton's ever got. First off, the Braxton's show debuted 10 years ago. Something like that. It's been a minute. And Tamar Braxton, the sister of the Tony Braxton, one of the leading figures of the 90s. She called you, her a clout chaser. You, using, using you? for clout with who baby because i guarantee you she's a grammy award winner something that you will never be called listen the most people outside of people who love messy bullshit don't even know who the fuck you are talk about it like let's start right there like you want to sit here and like let crimson chin and the rest of them motherfuckers from zeus boost you up (laughs) okay baby baby and like i don't at the risk of sounding like one of them old heads they're like we need prayer in schools like we need fucking maury jenny jones back to send these motherfuckers to boot camp like ricky lake (laughs) like ricky lake (laughs) something like i like where's montel i know he's high as hell doing something somewhere like Get him to yeah, do Yeah, we it. need you back, Montel. Like, get him Wait. and Iyan Love. Like, double team. Like, what, get me on the phone with Zeus. Like, you really want some shit? Like, we're going to start a therapy show. Oh, I, she would definitely fight Iyan. Like, she's oh, not down with that and shit. And Iyan Love will beat that bitch's ass. Beat, that, beat her with her back. Iyan Love will, will <laughs> probably shoot that hoe. Like, okay. Iyanla has been that girl. You're going to meet the right one, Krishan. You are not the baddest girl in the world. I'm just letting you know now if no one told you. Yes, like, and it's you're gonna meet your match, and it's <laughs> it's scary because I knew girls like her growing up in my twenty in my early twenties, like back when I was go go dancing and stuff. Like I had quote unquote 
like I wouldn't call them friends, but they were like acquaintances who were like that. And I'm looking at where they are now and I won't say all of them, but a good majority of them are a mess right now. And that's all I'll say. And there are a few that really turn their lives around and like are doing some really great shit. And like, I'm super proud of them, but you know, there's, and and back then, mind you, like I, even though I'm not much, I'm probably what a a decade older than Krishan. How old is she? Like 21, something like that. Either, either way. Yeah. Like a lot has happened then. Like we've talked more openly about mental health than ever before um, you can get apps now to talk about. You can design AI chatbots to be your fucking therapist now, and it's actually fucking clever and it works. Yet motherfuckers still choose not to get help. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know what to say. Like, and I and I and it literally pains me to like say this. Like, I just got a knot in my fucking stomach to say like I don't give a shit anymore. But I'm at that point where I really just don't care anymore because I'm like, what is the fucking point? Like people are just going to continue to entertain ignorance. And even when you try and combat that and really try and like have discussions, people want to get violent and fight. That man is missing teeth and shit now all because you decided you wanted to go do a line somewhere and you weren't in your dressing room and then ran up when people started looking for you. Like girl, go fuck, go fuck yourself. For real, you can oh, go search to hell with your homophobia and your crazy drug um, fueled ass. I'm tired of you and your bullshit. You're always trying to fight someone. Your sister can fight better than you, by the way. Clock so it. I hope she whoops your ass. Um, and that's a real all I really have to say because I don't even have to wish it on you, really, Krishan, because I know it's coming for you. And eventually, and when it does, I'm just gonna say, whoop, shrug. I told y'all it was gonna happen. So James, I hope you recover. Tamar, don't feel bad. You apologize. You did everything you could do. And I hope that that man goes after her to the fullest extent with every capability of a lawyer. Don't go the God route and say, I forget. And, you know, think of her child. Her child will be better off with someone else. I can tell you that for damn sure. Period. Period. And on to lighter news. Let's talk to people about people with actual talent. Victoria Monet and Coco Jones. With their Grammy nominations. With their Grammy nominations. And granted, shout out to, to, yes, congratulations to them. And shout out to everyone else that got them too, like Janelle Monet, um, Olivia Rodrigo. um, I don't know. Yes, John Baptiste. Like, I, the Grammy nominations, you know. <laughs> they were they, they 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 do what they do. Um, it feels like every other year they want to give black people their things, and yeah. it's just conveniently every single time Beyonce's there, they want to screw with yeah. her. But that's not about it's not about her. It's I not about her. We're not gonna go there. But oh, also, um, congrats to Sizzler, uh, Miss SZA. Because, oh, she got the most. Yeah, she got the most, and you know what? Good for your lying ass. Like, <laughs> like. Yes, Miss. I've never had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm sorry, girl. We ain't gonna get into it. That could be a whole uh, fucking podcast episode, child. Listen, listen, listen. I, despite the, the shade and the jokes, girl, I, I love your music. You know, a snooze is snooze has been on repeat for me. You know, I'm starting to appreciate that song more ever since the single came out. I mm-hmm. don't like the Justin Bieber one. We could have done. Without no, we could have done without that for sure. We could have. You could have got somebody else. But um, besides that. Um, I'm very glad, but one thing I just want to say before we get more into it, uh, Victoria Monet, Victoria Monet, I'm so proud of you, girl. You have been working your ass off for years and years. I was with you since F-U-C-K, girl. Okay, I love you down. And the fact that you have seven Grammy nominations and in the same year, the Mm -hmm. MTV bitches told you it wasn't your part in your story to perform on their stage? Mm Mm-hmm. Clock it. Clock it. Because you know they're regretting that shit right the fuck now. They are rolling over. Clock it. Because whoever whoever the bitch who told her that shit is unemployed right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Has to be. Period. But anyway. (laughs) I just had to say that. Isn't it funny? Uh, Isn't it fucking funny? And you know what? And like, I'm not even a big SZA fan, but I'm like, I'm I'm happy for her success. I really am because a lot of people really connect with her music. And it's not that it's bad. It's just, it's it's not for me. I, I like a mm-hmm. good vocal. I like, you know, coherence. I like enunciation. And she doesn't give me any of that. And when I read she her lyrics. She speaks Sizanese. Yeah, she speaks Sizanese. And you know, and I'm a fan of Simlish as well. But I, you know, I give her her thing. So y'all can't see it right now, but I'm doing the little Laomi like finger tap thing for her because bitch, like, do you, do you, you make the Gen Z's happy and you make the sad girl millennials happy and the sad gays. And you know what? We need that. So thanks to you. And thanks to Summer Walker (laughs) for, for, for keeping that industry alive. Yeah. And black. Unlike Janae Iko. Talk about it. think i wouldn't but um like who else like what else was it for song of the year let's just run down the list it's a and w by lana del rey okay anti-hero by taylor swift you know i don't like taylor swift but i can see that winning it's it's not a bad song it's just not for me um Mm -hmm. butterfly by john patiste um great if that's that's an underdog it probably will win um Mm -hmm. dance the night away or dance the night Dua Lipa, you know the Barbie song. I like that song. It's it's cute. It's catchy. It, I she, don't see it winning. Though. I don't see it winning. But one thing I will give to Dua Lipa, she's all like, "Disco is gonna be my shtick," and this is what y'all getting from me. And she has committed. And like she, I heard her new song Houdini, and it's like this like '80s synth pop style song. And I was like, the bitch is gonna give you a brand. So go ahead, Dua Peep. Yeah. Um, Flowers by Miley Cyrus next. Um, Kill Bill oh. by SZA, <laughs> uh, Vampire, Olivia Rodrigo, uh, Olivia Rodrigo is another one. Like, I think she's crazy talented vocally, but her music doesn't do anything for me. Um, it's not I, for us. It, it's, it's not, not for not. us, but the girl is talented. I will give her that. So yeah, work. absolutely. Um, what was I made for by Billie Eilish? Uh, I like that little Barbie song. It's cute, TV. but it's like song of the year. I would not call it song of the year. No. I would call it song of the month. Literally, literally song of the week. Cause it's like listening to the song. It's literally just the plot of the fucking movie. 
It's like, girl, you didn't even try. I like Dance the Night more than I like. Well, yeah, I Dance the Night way better. But you it's know a cute what? little dance party song. Yeah. yeah, but go ahead, Billy. You you do you. Now, best new artists. Some of these people I don't even know. So, <laughs> uh, do Gracie Abrams. Okay, Fred again. Who the fuck is Fred again? Okay. Why is um, Victoria Monet's name here? Okay, so Victoria Monet is she technically Jaguar is her first album studio studio album like she's had EPs and stuff so because it's her first studio album like she's considered a new artist okay well I was about to say I was like she's been in the game for a minute yeah but yeah same with like an artist like um jelly roll too like who is a, a a country musician like he's been around since 2003 yeah jelly roll's been so but he's in the best new artist thing and same with like the war and treaty um so ice spice is there coco jones like honestly i hope coco jones or victoria monet get it but i can honestly see the war and treaty or jelly roll or like one of them others getting it as well um, yeah, I can't say definitely who's going to get it, but I definitely see Jelly Roll, Victoria, Warntree, or like Ice Spice. I would say those are like the top. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'm not going to read the rest of these because I, I kind of don't care. Um, but I do find it interesting that the best dance slash electronic recording category has not a single Black person. Oh, my God. The same goes for dance They're electronic album. They're all white. Skrillet? They're all white. And it's kind of funny because Beyonce was the first Black woman to win that category last year. And the year before that, Kay Tornado was the first Black person ever to win that category. And they're like, great, we got you two niggers out of the way. <laughs> Get back to the Caucasians. Oh, yeah, I forgot it's run by Harry Styles' best dance. And on that note, what's the next topic? <laughs> Let's get into sequel slash Marvel talk. This is gonna be an extra long episode, y'all. Um, make y'all up for all this lost fed. this lost time. Y'all getting fed for real. We on fire today. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk. Okay, let's do Loki season two because you watched it and I didn't. Um, okay. So yeah, and y'all, this is probably gonna have spoilers, but whatever. So yeah, give us give us your thoughts on Loki season two. I do know what happens. Okay, um, perfect. So yeah. so yeah, so Loki season two was really interesting uh, this time around, um, especially from the first one. I don't think it had um, the flair that the first season had, but it still did its job. I'll say that much. If I had to put a number on the season as a whole, I would probably give it like an eight point five. Um, and it more so focused on Tom Hiddleston. And I know a lot of y'all were iffy to, to even watch it in the first place because I know people still feel away about Jonathan Majors. I'm still waiting to see how this case turns out, even though it's, it's not looking good for the man. Um, but mm-hmm. he is in like a few episodes. Fair warning. I'm just letting y'all know now um, if you decide to peek and look at it. But um, yeah, it's mostly focused on Tom Hiddleston, of course and what he can do to save, um, you know, the sacred timeline and everything like that and stop the TVA and everything from just basically going kaput. And um, in the end, um, I think 
the last two episodes are the most powerful in my opinion because it really just shows the depth of the character and and really gives him a redeeming arc because I feel like they did him dirty in Infinity War. And, you know, um, I know a lot of people feel differently about Loki and some people don't like him and some people do like him just for the fact um, he's just like this devish, devilishly like charming character or whatever. But I, I like Tom Hiddleston, you know, him and his black wife, they're unproblematic problematic to me. <laughs> um, knock on wood, because you never know what could happen. But, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed um, watching him and his character, you know, development this season, him trying to plead with people, because he's just literally trying to just do good for once in his life. And it, it really snapped with him. And I think his character, after he saw his ass, got his neck snap. he said, child, anyway, so fuck that <laughs> world domination <laughs> shit, actually. Um, I'm gonna, you know, get an application and I'm gonna start that out tomorrow. Like he literally 180 that shit. And it was really funny. And even watching Owen Wilson um and him just like play off of each other, that was interesting. And another uh, new addition, Key Hoi Kwan, um, who y'all will I love remember him. from yeah, I love him down. Um I, I, was first I will watch him in anything he's in. He's such a great actor Same. and a great personality. Same. Yeah, I was introduced to him, um, you know, in uh, Indiana Jones mm -hmm. in the Temple of Doom with Harrison Ford. And he was just so charming then. And I was like, where the hell did he go? And then I saw him, you know, in some behind the scenes clip from the X-Men movie when Kevin Feige was just like, you know, that dude in the back with the with the um, pen and note. And uh, that was like really shocking to me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's the guy who plays Short Round. And then. You know, seeing him in everything, everywhere, all at once. That's when he just made his big comeback. And mm -hmm. now everybody wants him in all their projects. And he's he's been stellar. And I hope he he said he wants to do Star Wars next after this. And you know what? I, I fully support it, even though, you know, that fucking fandom is racist as shit. I wish Oof, you all the best child. with that. Um, I'm sure Kathleen Kennedy has no problem giving your ass a job. But I'm just letting you know ahead of time. They go well, apparently, you, you know. Apparently, not to cut you off, but no, go ahead. Feige is rumored to be leaving Marvel to go over to Star Wars. Oh Lord, that's Listen, I'm not saying rumor. I hate what he's doing right now, but I don't think it's a good idea to do it right now. I you know, feel maybe like... after this saga's <laughs> over, then short. I feel like we do need new blood. Like Kevin did a great job with the last part of like the first phase of marvel like the first few sure phases. um i also think marvel in general is having a hard time recovering from one the death of chadwick boseman because a lot of what was going to be built around this next phase was centered around him apparently and like him leading, yeah him and carol from what i was hearing um yeah. but his death the pandemic the rewrites for things all of that kind of shifted so now uh we are entering obviously the multiverse saga and there's so many questions i'm having now because you i've already said time and time again on this podcast i am a marvel slut but i have not cared about anything since wakanda forever Ooh anything i still haven't watched guardians of the galaxy 3 i still haven't watched that christmas special i haven't even watched werewolf by night you don't need to watch the christmas special 
I haven't watched uh what else? Ant Man. Like I just watched recaps. Shout out to Screen Cut Crush on YouTube because mm-hmm. yeah, I I just didn't care. But the Marvels, baby, oh, it brought me back. back. <laughs> it brought mm-hmm. me back. I've been waiting on this, and I'm glad it's out when it's out. I'm also hate the 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 feedback it's getting. Like it's getting dragged because it's like white the men. lowest yeah because Mainly. white men and white women who hate diversity or just nerds in general and it's so funny to me anything that highlights black and brown people is <laughs> dubbed woke i mean everybody knows this by crazy now. because marvel was founded because what stanley got inspired by malcolm x and martin luther king yet <laughs> what anyway so it's so crazy to me how nerds can sympathize with all these fictional characters, but when you put a black and brown person in, in anyway, 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 no tangent, no tangent. So the Marvels, it's it's fantastic. I will give it an eight and a half out of ten. Um, it was fun. It was fresh. Everybody was acting. Uh, Iman Velahi, Velahi. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, girl, but you are a gem. You're a star. You were born to play. Uh, she Kamala. has it. Like she has it. Um, Tiana Paris, no notes, ate that up. Great, fantastic Monica Rambo. And Brie, you were not boring this time as Captain Marvel. I was genuinely surprised. I was gagged. And, I was yeah. like, not me liking Carol, because I fell asleep twice when I saw Captain Marvel in movies. But you know, hey. yeah, no shade um, to Brie Larson as a person. No shade yeah. to Brie Larson, because I do love her, but yeah, me too. Yeah. But Nia DaCosta, girl, I hope this feedback is not detouring you. And I hope you continue to like act and even do more Marvel shit in the future. Cause bitch, you ate that up. You mm-hmm. ate that the fuck up. And I was enjoyed enjoyable. every bit of it. Like, you talk about a fun popcorn flick. Like, if it wasn't for the strike and all of the other shit going on, that movie would have did numbers. And I'm hoping when it does hit Disney+, Plus, granted, if y'all ain't boycotting the shit, um, <laughs> um, that y'all really watch and support it because it, it really was a fun movie. And honestly, it reminded me of the older Marvel movies, like going to go see like i don't know like a spider-man back in the day like when homecoming first came out or like in the uh not age of ultron but like you know civil war like it was a fun movie that was engaging from start to finish i do have one criticism like i want to know where kamala's sister-in-law was because they definitely got married at the end of the first season of the show and this is taking place literally what days after so yeah i'm like not y'all not wanting to include the black woman but anyway talk about the tea (laughs) but also and let's talk about that post uh that mid-credit scene and y'all let's talk about that this is a spoiler so yep. be warned. Please skip ahead. Don't complain in the comments or anything. Don't complain. Y'all We're telling you now. Like I'll, yeah. I don't know the timestamp, but I will go ahead and, and be you sure. Want to talk about the first one or the second one? Uh, let's talk about the first one. Young okay. Avengers. So yeah, uh, Kamala, she meets up with Kate Bishop. If you haven't watched the Hawkeye um, Disney Plus series, that's where she's introduced. And they're basically set up 
setting up you know a young avengers thing and she's like hey girl i heard you do the superhero thing you want to link up and stuff and then they i believe <laughs> they mentioned uh cassie so yeah they're all getting together the young avengers is happening um i'm absolutely looking forward to that and i'm kind of shocked because i heard originally that the post credit scene was supposed to be that and then introduce black bolt of that universe like the inhumans and stuff so mm-hmm. i was kind of shocked that they didn't go with that but um I, I I was I was gagged to see uh, Kate Bishop, um, but you know I'm not take I'm not too taken aback because I knew that this was gonna come up at some point because you know we're in phase five now and it just feels like finally shit's like uh, everyone's happening. everyone's kids is here you know and stuff like that and they're training them for to take over so of course it's gonna happen but the second post credit scene bitch now that truly gagged me that gagged the fuck out of me. Me. Gagged. I was sitting there looking like that fucking Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was like, so, yes. hold on, what? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So for those um don't want to be spoiled again, I'm gonna say it. Um, at the end, Monica gets trapped in another reality, um, trying to close this gap, um, that Tom Hiddleston's lady um opened at the end of the movie with her dumbass. She. D- killed herself in the process slow anyway um so she she wakes up in this hospital um bed and she's like and she sees her mom played by Lashawn lynch and she's mm-hmm. like mom mom and she's like mom and she's like i missed you and she's like you miss me and she's like i'm so sorry blah, blah, blah. and lord and behold kelsey Grammer's beast is in the corner and i was shook it I was like, mm-hmm. finally, X-Men. So that was a shocker. It turns out Lashana Lynch's character is a variant who never gave birth to Monica. And she is that universe's binary, which is Carol Danvers' um, alter ego um, after Roke beat her ass and took her powers. Um, but um, yeah, so she is. she's a superhero everywhere else. And I, and I live for it. I love Lashana Lynch and to see her fight by her would-be daughter would be sickening. Um, I hope that they do that. Mm-hmm. I hope they bring her back um, clearly because they did her wrong in uh, Doctor Strange 2 and they just threw like a little rock on her. That was messed up. And I think Kevin Feige said, let me clean that up real quick. And you did. Good job, Mr. Hatman. But see, um, but, I, yeah. I don't think she's in that universe though. What do you mean? I don't think she's in that universe Doctor Strange was in. Really? No. Hmm. If you... Okay, because remember, in that universe, uh, Lashana Lynch went by Captain Marvel. Yeah, she was that Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, she was that Captain Marvel. In this universe, Beast calls her binary. So, what I'm thinking, hear me out, you know how everything um like x-men the old cartoon and x-men 97 are Mm -hmm. all part of the mcu apparently yes it's marvel studios property i believe she is in the x-men 97 universe gag and i also believe that the professor x that we will see in that universe is not gonna be um 
what's his name? Uh, Star Trek band. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. Um, Patrick Stewart. It's not going to be Patrick Stewart. Oh, it's going to be uh, James McAvoy. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. Because also another thing, the movie we don't ever want to talk about ever, um, Dark Phoenix took place in the late 90s, in the 90s. Oh. Like the, in the costume mid-tool. was giving that too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. I'm thinking she's trapped in that universe. And also, if you look at the um the leaked pictures of Deadpool, mm-hmm. Wolverine is wearing his cartoon look. Yes. So I think that's the universe, that X-Men universe is the one that's gonna clash with the MCU that we know, uh, like, like the MCU universe. And mm-hmm. when we get to secret war wars, all of that shit is going to like cap off and blend together. And that's, what's going to be the soft reboot. Okay. I'm here es- for that. Especially cause like looking at what if too, now that trailer, oh, and, yeah, like, that just all those different things, because it looked like Wanda in that trailer was part of an X-Men team. Possibly. Or not an X-Men team, but she was part of some team. I think they said that she was going to be acting like... uh, I think that's from the 1602 Avengers episode. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure. But if it is, like, they said that she was going to be acting like a Merlin character. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. But I'm I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, Interesting season for What is Season 2. Yeah, a couple goofy ones, but... I mean, mostly, most of the episodes always play into, like, a grand point towards the end of the season, so I'm assuming Killmonger and um, what's his name? Armanzolo, whatever, probably gonna break out of that little thing that they've been containing him in, Mm -hmm. and that would be cool to see an alternate version of Killmonger in the MCU, like, trying to destroy everything. I'm just saying, like, do it as a live action. That would be kind of gaggy. Oh, yeah. And see, and that's another thing. I'm very interested in what Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty and all of this is going to set up now, because now we have three, four different Black Panthers, technically. We mm-hmm. have Killmongers. We have um, Shuri's. We have mm-hmm. King T'Chaka. And we still have a T'Challa somewhere in the universe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i'm curious to how that's going to play out with things i also saw a theory that especially with everything going on with jonathan majors and how loki was set up is that ravana renslayer is going to actually take over as kang i wouldn't be mad at that i wouldn't be mad at that either because gugu can act and she's she's I feel like she's an underrated actress, but I mean, I honestly wouldn't mind a recast of Jonathan Majors at all. And you know who I think would be an excellent fucking Kang? Uh, Jay Nichols. And he (gasps) is Lil Murda from P-Valley. That would actually... That would eat. And I don't care what anybody says, because that man got range. He does got range so ijs child ijs um but yeah that's just you know my little theories and then we can talk and then we have the fantastic four and they're casting Mm -hmm. now allegedly the second name that i heard today 
kind of gagged me, but let's Who did just you hear today? To Javier Bardem as Galactus. Hmm. Right? That's what I said. I was like, it has a little sweetness to it, to quote Kiki Punk. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. But allegedly, Pedro Pascal is in early talks to play Reed Richards. Some people are saying it's a done deal. We don't know. And basically that they're promising that they would be able to work around his schedule because, you know, he's a busy doll right now. He's got Last of Us. He's got Gladiator 2, I think he's going to be a part of, and other things. So this would be really interesting to see. Um, I mean, and you have to have some flavor in the fantastic forecasting. I mean, there, there was original talks that it wasn't going to be like an all-white family anyway. So y'all just going to have to choke on that. And We're still all-white, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they're my white Latinos, but anyway. True, true, true. But, you know, this is just a little flavor, just a little seasoning. Uh, <laughs> a little Goya. <laughs> a little Goya. <laughs> right. But um, I've also heard, you know, Joseph Quinn, which everyone loves him from Stranger Things, is like the Eddie character who died sacrificing. Spoiler, sorry, don't care. Um, and that's what happened. But And they want him to play uh, Johnny Storm. I heard Vanessa Kirby's name come up for Sue Storm, which I'm not mad at. You know, uh, I, I like her. She's all right. Mm -hmm. But uh, do you have anybody that you would like to play certain characters like Doom or anybody? I mean... There has been the long-standing rumor that Ryan Gosling is either in the role for either running for Nova or Dr. Doom. And honestly, I would rather him be Dr. Doom. Oh. Honestly. Huh? Why is that? Ryan Gosling has range that I don't think people understand. And I guess I don't. <laughs> Yeah, because I see him as a Johnny Storm S character, and they yeah, said that this is not going to be a young cast. So we're right, and people see him as like more like comedic, like goofy, like smartass, da, da, da. But he has some great like dramatic roles, and I think because he has that energy to kind of like adapt into someone that's charming and someone that's also like very sinister, I think that could really work because that is Doctor Doom. Like he is a very charismatic people. That's how he's able to get so many people under his spell. That's able how able why he was able to, you know, snatch up Wanda in the comics and brainwash her. Like it's <laughs> it's you gotta have a certain energy. So it's like I would either have him as Doctor Doom or hmm. Someone else will come to me. But if we're gonna do like an older cast. Even though I'm tired of him playing villains, like even Giancarlo Esposito would be an excellent fucking Doctor Doom. Actually, Giancarlo Esposito would be a great Doctor Doom. He would be a great Professor X. He could be a great fucking Magneto. Any of them. He said he's talked to them. So listen. Any of Kevin. them. Sign him up. If, if, I, if I could get Giancarlo Esposito and Denzel Washington in the Marvel movie, bitch, it's a wrap. And it better be fucking good. Period. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Fantastic Four, it's not that I don't care. <laughs> right. Because I, I know it's super important, but shout out to Pedro. You know, you are doing it. I'm glad you're getting your flowers and you're getting your recognition because um, he's also a person that I enjoy his acting and fellow Aries. Like, get your life on. Get your life. He supports the eligibility community. Well, that's because okay. he's allegedly a part of it with his little oh. tweak, Omar Apollo. 
What? You ain't oh. seen them pictures? No. Oh, like, yeah, everything. they were just like <laughs> hanging. They were allegedly just hanging out and they were at like some concert together, too. Listen, drop so, the OnlyFans, Pedro. I'm, I'm just I'll subscribe. Here, like, I'm like, y'all, I'm like, hey, whatever. The internet daddies <laughs> with the internet twink and get, get your life. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm curious to see what else Marvel has in source. If y'all might be winning me back, I needed a little break, but y'all might be winning me back. So true, true. I will watch Echo though, because I like Charlie Oh, Pop. definitely and, gonna watch uh, I'm looking looking forward to that. So yes, that's the next big thing I'm really looking forward to. But um we almost creep, creeping up on two hours. That is crazy. Let's do our listener letter. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we have a listener one. letter from Felix. Oh, my son, Felix. Yeah, and says, hey, guys, I'm Felix, uh, Brandon's buddy from high school. I don't have drama, LOL, but I wanted to throw a bone to the gamers for your uh, mail reading segment. So what are your top three favorite video games? Honestly, I think this is a tough question for anyone, and I would change my answers after thinking about it for a longer time. But here's my quick list off the top of my head. I know number one for sure. Uh, it says the Mass Effect trilogy. Highly recommend for anyone that loves sci-fi and RPGs. I count all three games as one as they are a continuous story that could carry over decisions from previous games. Great story and amazing characters. I not I cannot count how many times I've played these, and Mass Effect 2 is near the top of many best games list of all time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. I remember getting my aunt to buy me this game at Walmart around when it was released on the original Xbox. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and this game is considered the best Star Wars game ever made. The story takes place in the distant past and is a great story. The game is the reason I gave Mass Effect a chance because when the developers were done with this game, they started developing the first Mass Effect full circle. I actually didn't know that. Oh, wow. Mm. Three, all the Guitar Hero and Rock Band games. Sure, I'm kind of cheating here, but if you just break it down to the gameplay, they are all the same. I have a bunch of fun playing these games and love showing off my useless skills of playing on expert when I'm on Guitar Hero Arcade. I'm not a pro or anything. I mostly play games for fun rather than competitively. I know it's hard narrowing it down because I also love fighting games like Tekken and Mortal Kombat, racing games, RPGs, Mario games, both 2D and 3D. My wallet will hate me if I get Mario (laughs) Wonder. But yeah, I hope this starts a good conversation about games you love or are nostalgic for. Uh, P.S. I have an Xbox and Switch. My last PlayStation was the PS2 and PSP. So I know I'm missing out on some fantastic games like Spider-Man and God of War. P.P.S. No, I don't play Fortnite or Call of Duty. Not a fan. Me either, child. Um, <laughs> but uh, hold on. I'm not a PlayStation since PS2 and PSP. Now oh, Felix. He's missing out. Now Felix. <laughs> Felix. What? <laughs> I'm going to need you, when you can, obviously get Super Mario Wonder because I hear it's great and I played a little bit of it. It's also a fantastic game. But I'm going to need you to go out and get you one of these Spider-Man PS5 bundles, Spider-Man 2 PS5 bundles so you can get your life. Listen, you can put it on a plan for $20 a month. Hello? Something like that. Klarna? (laughs) Affirm. We love Uh, Layaway around here. We love Layaway. Um... Yeah, honestly. But thank you for the question. Thank you for this question. And I'm honestly thinking this next episode we do, we should devote 
like an entire episode just to like our favorite games and because we haven't we haven't really done that in a while and plus yeah we can get a list together and we can break it down to like well you and i can talk about it like favorite Mm -hmm. action games especially because the game awards is around the corner and we can get into all of that then um but to answer the question for today oof, do you want to start uh well my favorite video games like off top uh it's really hard because there's so many that i've played and um with just so much depth and range i would and I'm kind of biased when I start with this first answer. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Grand Theft Auto. I love mm. Grand Theft Auto so much. Um, Series as a whole? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Um, especially in the last couple of years. I think five really, they peaked with that one. I'm actually mm-hmm. looking forward to six. And um, I don't know, just something about just with the online continuity even though it's bullshit with them prices that y'all want for them in-game purchases fuck y'all with that because y'all no, got I had to quit playing i had to quit playing online because i was like this is not worth it listen <laughs> a mess but yeah um another one i would say is most recently the spider-man series i think the spider-man series has truly truly just reinvigorated my love for like the web swinging games um insomniac has truly outdone themselves like I said earlier, when we started, I platinumed, I, I platinum every Spider-Man game that has come out from Insomniac Games. I, I love playing them. I love playing as Miles, Peter, especially Miles, and uh, speaking of which, he's now the lead um, going forward in every future entry. And I know some of the girls were mad about that, but get Very over it. Mad. He's here and he's staying. So, and also Spider-Man Two. That's the first game I've platinumed ever. Really ever because you know i don't like wow. once i play a game and shit and i get annoyed like and i'm like eh, whatever i don't it, you it put it down like, <laughs> yeah i put it down and like i've come close like if you look at my trophy list i have a lot of games that are like 85 percent done like as far mm-hmm. as like trophies and all of that stuff but then like they want you to go online and do shit and i'm like i don't got time for all that plus yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you and i but- do need to get online for mortal kombat to get some of them trophies easy oh but, yeah i need to get omni man because i think he's coming out i got him yeah i got him um yeah i need to get the combat pack honestly you, you do might as well honestly um yeah. but yeah but like spider-man 2 was such a great game like i it was i was even surprised by like the side stories of that like it was so fun like i i just wanted to keep playing and wanted to collect everything like that was a lot of them costumes were ugly as shit i'm not even gonna hold y'all uh-huh after they hyped them up i was a little disappointed but i'm hoping with some dlc like they can clean it up. they can clean it up a bit um also Didn't they confirm that they're doing that though i think so i don't know i gotta read but um also, Insomniac is working on like two other Marvel games. Allegedly, one of them is a AAA multiplayer game. Um, oh. People are thinking it could be Fantastic Four or like an Avengers type game. Um, Listen, and then there's if anybody also I trust, Wolverine. Yeah, I'm like if it's any anything like, and I and Insomniac has just been good. They've always done like I really love the Infamous series. I liked um that little Xbox exclusive they had, Sunset Overdrive. That was cute. Like Insomniac are fa- fucking fantastic game developers that know how to treat people right, unlike Naughty Dog. Um, treat black oh, people shit. right. 
Um, but speaking oh. of Naughty Dog, to get into back to our top three favorite games, I love the Last of Us series. Like I was just about to say, I yeah. think it's such beautiful storytelling. I love the gameplay. I love the combat. Um, I just wish Black people survived in that universe. Yeah, me too. And you know, people wouldn't gaslight people on Twitter and make false promises or you know allude to it. Changing exactly. Things, but I digress. Um. But yeah, I was I was torn between <laughs> Last of Us and God of War, to be honest, because God of War has been winning me over recently. Can't say much for the hack and slash days, but with the story driven, you know, narrative that they've gone with with these past few years, um, it's really been captivating for me. And honestly, I, I'm jealous of uh, Atreus. I wish my dad was that cool. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, his dad's uh, alive. Haha. <laughs> Anyway, um, but <laughs> I love yeah. Dark Humor, y'all. Y'all know this. True. But yeah, um, th- those would be my top three for sure. Uh, Lord, I this is a really hard question. That's why I was like, we don't have to devote a whole episode to this because there's mm-hmm. so many that are coming at me. Um, but one of my all-time favorite games, and I'm like damn near begging Sony for a remaster and remake at this point, is a game called Busta Groove. Came out in like 1998 on the original PlayStation. It is one of the earliest rhythm games and it was fucking fantastic. It was basically a rhythm like fighting game, um, had all sorts of tracks. You had motherfuckers voguing, you had them doing hip hop dance, you had them doing like break dancing, disco dancing. Like it was a great fucking game and I love it and I will never shut up about it because it was damn near perfect um, for me. Um, also like, I really love the first Parasite Eve. That is a really mm-hmm. great, like, cinematic RPG, I guess. And I would love a remake of that, like, with today's graphics and, like, some updated gameplay, because I really just love the blending of RPG with, like, a modern storytelling. And I love that it also had, like, some Black people in it, because, you know, RPGs don't like Black people for whatever reason. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that um gosh. the Tekken series as a whole like damn it Felix now why would you give us this like this is a lot but um yeah I I I'm really sitting here trying to think but I don't know I'm gonna come up with a list of stuff Felix and we're gonna have to break <laughs> all of this down by like categories by platformers and all of that to really get into it because yeah there's so yeah. many like, i have to I, really think about that like i have been gaming for 30 years <laughs> over 30 years i think my mom got me my first nintendo when i was probably like two or, or three my first console was nintendo yeah Super uh, nintendo like I had an NES and then my cousins had like a Sega master system. So I have been playing games for a long time and I have grown up with video games and seen the evolution. So it is wild to me. Um, But yeah, we have to come back to that. That's going to be a fun episode though. So, So, but on that note, y'all, this was a fun episode too. Like I had a good time. I needed to vent and rant. So Hope y'all enjoyed this extra Excel episode. Also, as of this time, this is coming in 
um, as we are recording, Snoop Dogg is giving up smoking and he's asking for privacy. So rest in peace to that. I'm so sorry, sir. Whatever the reason may be, it's probably medical. I'm All sorry. Right. But um Okay. Well damn. I'm the best, so. Mr. Dog. Yeah, that's wild. He's gonna be going through it. I'ma go smoke in your honor. Honestly. <laughs> All right, y'all. Take care. And yeah. thank you for listening. And make sure you share. Give us your mess or non-mess. We will read it. And we'll talk about it. Yes, period. So keep it coming. You too, Felix. (laughs) All right, y'all. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.